When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Tuesday, November 14th. I'm Adam Banneke. Today, we're going to discuss an uncanny 1937 painting and its viral response online. But first, the headlines. On Sunday evening, a powerful earthquake struck Iran near the Iraqi border, about 135 miles northeast of Baghdad. With a preliminary magnitude of 7.3, the quake killed more than 300 people and injured thousands of others. President Trump nominated Alex Azar, a former top executive of the pharmaceutical company Eli Lilly, to be the next secretary of the Health and Human Services Department. If confirmed, Azar would succeed Tom Price, who resigned in September amid criticism for taking non-commercial flights at taxpayer expense. And on Monday, President Trump met with Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte. Ahead of the meeting, U.S. politicians and human rights groups urged Trump to raise objections to the Philippines' anti-drug campaign, which has killed up to 12,000 people since Duterte took office last year. Trump has made little mention of the concerns, but said he had a, quote, great relationship with Duterte. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. Have you ever looked at an old image and thought you saw something from the present day? You know you're wrong, that you're interpreting the work through an entirely modern context, but still, it's uncanny. Like you're witnessing time travel. Well, Vice Features editor Brian Anderson experienced this phenomenon twice and wrote about it. Here he is talking with Vice's Ankita Rao about seeing things that aren't really there. So, Brian, you're on this new beat, which is finding strange 2017 devices in um, 18th and 17th century paintings. Yeah, I never would have thought I'd be writing about old art, but here we are. Let's talk about the first painting you found. Um, Tell me, what's it called, when's it from, and what did you find in it? The painting is called... Mr. Pinchon and the Settling of Springfield. And if you're wondering any relation to Thomas Pynchon, the uh, notoriously camera shy fiction author, the painting has to, it, it depicts an event with his earliest colonial ancestor. So the encounter de- depicted in the painting is from like the 1630s, I think is when it happened. But the painting is from 1937. That was. The, the the first one I wrote about, and I just, I happened upon that um, 
reading, it was an essay published in the Public Domain Review, and it was about William Pynchon, um, Thomas Pynchon's earliest ancestor. So I saw this painting, and um, one of the editors at the Public Domain Review, in the caption for the the painting, it was like, oh, someone in this painting is holding what looks like a phone. And I was like, no shit. And uh, I just couldn't get it out of my head and followed it down the rabbit hole and, and spent like two months reporting it. So I guess the question was like, so what is this person holding? And that first one, it was a Native American holding something that looked like just a black rectangle. So spoke with a bunch of people and I sort of whittled it down to three possibilities. It could be um, a mirror and it could be like a hymnal or a prayer book or it could be a blade for an axe or a tomahawk. It's one of those three, um, but exactly which one uh, it is, it's impossible to say. And that sort of set the template for this next story that I wrote. And it's about a painting that predates the first one. This one was from uh, 1860, but the museum where it's housed in Europe says it could date back to even like 1850. But yeah, same same thing. Um, there's a, a woman in the painting holding what looks like an iPhone. So using the template for the first one, I sort of figured I'd try and find out what it could be. And it turns out it's probably a hymnal or a Bible. So I suspect uh, if I do any more of these, that will be the running theme probably. Um, yeah, that was a cool one because it came by way of a reader who tweeted it in response to the Vice Twitter shared that first article and um this guy was like oh yeah like here's another painting similarly depicting something that looks like a phone and i hit him up and we chatted about him coming face to face with this painting when he was on holiday with his wife and um it was great i wonder what this says about us i think that we can look at these paintings and somebody is holding a small rectangle and we immediately think it's an iPhone, as anachronistic as it looks. Um, oh, yeah. And I just wonder, like, obviously it's part partly the ubiquity of the devices that we have, but I think it's also striking that now we think anyone looking down at anything is normally a device. And oh, yeah. I just wonder, like, how quickly has that happened? And, like, what do you think about, you know, if that's if our entire lives have changed within the last few years, you know, what does this say for, like, how we will ever look at look at somebody looking at something again? Yeah, it's crazy, because ultimately it's just someone looking at something, but we're like, no, they're looking at a screen. And I almost feel like as recently as maybe, like, 10 years ago, like, smartphones were a thing and people were looking at them, but even then, you know, I don't think when you're standing on a train platform, like, if, and you look left and right, even then, every person wasn't staring at a phone. I feel like that has only really, like, hit that critical mass, maybe in, like, the last five years, it feels like. But it feels like the, like, the, it's so quickly become sort of the default, just because everything changes so quickly these days that, like, we can't help but sort of project text neck have you ever heard of text neck and like text neck which is like sort of like the slanted down neck position that you take on when you're looking at your phone and some some medical professionals think it's like really bad for your neck and so there's so-called text neck and like distracted walking and in certain cities now like officials are trying to push through like anti like distracted zombie walking 
code. So like, I feel like we just can't help sort of, uh, in like imbue the past with all of the anxieties of today. Like in the same way, science fiction is supposed to be as much about the present as it is the future. I feel like when we nowadays when we look at a painting that's like over a hundred hundred years old, or d- like just predates electricity, we can't help but see like a Bible as an iPhone. <laughs> and I also I feel slightly vindicated that you know whenever people talk about or kind of talk about how we use our devices now it's just like oh back in the day people were so much more present and they looked around but I know where you're going with this I'm glad that people were like zoned out and looking at things back then too yeah I know um there's a meme out there that shows like a side-by-side of people like on a train platform today like everyone looking at their phone and you always hear people like you know hand wringing like everyone is so distracted with their phones but the side by side there's a photo of like um train passengers like in the in the subway in like the 1930s or whatever and everyone's looking at a newspaper it's like everyone was equally sort of distracted with whatever the newest thing was but yeah i do feel some vindication i agree <laughs> so if you want to go find these interesting paintings of people looking at their iPhones in different centuries (laughs) Um, you can find them on motherboard.vice.com and if you know of any you can also send us some because we're always looking for more weird things yeah please be in touch my email is at the bottom of the article that went out on motherboard yesterday and if you've ever seen something that looks amiss in an old painting I want to hear from you To read Brian Anderson's articles and to check out the original paintings, go to motherboard.vice.com. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now.